the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. There's that example in James chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 4. Verses 1 to 4. It says, My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. I love this. My brethren, do not hold the faith or do not practice the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings. Amen. He's talking about somebody really, really rich. Comes into your church. Say, if somebody that is really, really rich comes into your church in fine apparel, you know, gorgeously dressed. The old King James says what? He says, uh, you know, dressed in gay clothing. Basically, you no, know, they dress well. And he says, and there comes another man, a poor man in filthy clothes. So one man comes in dressed gorgeously with gold rings stinkingly rich and another man comes poor dressed stinking and he says if you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him you sit here in a good place sit here on the high table oh my brother oh come here and sit on the high table and you say to the one the poor man and you say you stand over there or sit here under my footstool you say have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Wow, that's a serious lesson. Where is your value system? What kind of value system do you have? What kind of priority do you have? What is value to you? What is valuable to you? How do you see people? How do you see life? Do you see life based on money? Is that what life is all about? Hmm. Life is not about money. Money is nothing, really. Mm -hmm. It's good to have money. It's bad when money has you. It's good to possess money, but when money possesses you, and that is the story of many, money directs them. Money manages them. Money mans their lives. They run after money. I believe this had happened in this place, in this church before. That's why the Holy Spirit was saying it. No, the Christians treating some Christians better than other Christians based on 
their appearance based on their financial ability, financial status. It says, do not practice the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. Mm-mm. He won't take a candle with you because he is the Lord of glory. And he is the one on the inside of that poor man. He may be poor, but he carries my glory. Amen. You may be poor. You may not have the look entails. How they want you to look. But you have Christ. You have the glory of God. You are the glory of God. Do not let any man put you down. Carry yourself um, with your head up um, and rejoicing in the Lord because God is your glory in the name of Jesus. Say, you are my glory and the lifter up of my head. head. Hallelujah. The Lord is your glory. He is your shield. He is your buckler. He is the lifter up of your head. Don't put your head down. Raise your head up. Let the poor man, let the poor Christian rejoice in that he is exalted. The scripture says. In that same scripture, James chapter 1. Let the poor man, let the poor Christian rejoice in that he is exalted. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you are the glory of God. And may the Lord give us an understanding of what the glory of God is. Amen. Because, you know... If we understand what the glory of God is, we will carry ourselves differently. We will behave differently. Oh, Moses, pray that passionate prayer. Please show me your glory. Please show me your glory. And by the understanding of that prayer that God gave, the understanding of Moses, or the request of Moses, the understanding of the request of Moses that God gave... In that scripture, we see that Moses did not even understand what he was praying. Or what he thought he wanted was different from what it should be. Amen. He was praying and said, please show me your glory. And God said, okay, you want to see my face. Mm -mm, That is not my glory. It's not about the appearance. Amen. It's not about the look. It's not about the face. Please show me your glory. God said, "Uh, uh, uh, you cannot see my face. For Moses was asking to see the face of God. Was asking to see the person behind the power. And God said, no, you cannot see my face. But I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. That is the glory of God. The grace of God is the glory of God. I will be good to whom I will be good. I will be merciful to whom I will be merciful. Because the mercy of God is the glory of God. Meaning I will show you my glory. I will show you my mercy. I will show you my goodness. Amen. That is the glory of God. Moses prayed the prayer and he understood very little of what he was praying. Many prayers that we pray, we don't even understand. Amen. Oh, may the Lord give us an understanding of the glory of God. If somebody were to ask you, please show me your glory. Just like Moses asked God, please show me your glory. What will you do? What will be your response? You probably say to them, okay, <laughs> I'm glad that you ask. <laughs> That's really wonderful. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Okay. Huh. Say, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me show you. You take them to your closet. Hallelujah. You show them your nice clothes, your expensive clothes, your name brand clothes. And you take them to your garage, a big garage. And you show them your cars. And you say, no, wow, what else do you want to see? Oh, you just show them around. That's what happened. In 1 Kings chapter 10, that's what happened. Amen. The queen of Sheba came from a distant land to see the glory of King Solomon. She came from a distant land. I want to see your glory. 
King Solomon. And King Solomon asked his people to take her around. Just to show her around. And they went around and around and around and around and around. And by the time she was done. Oh, she said, oh, I'm about to faint. Oh, this is too much. Oh, this is a little too much. What they told me is not even up to half. It's not up to half of what I've seen today. It's not up to half of what I've, I've, I've heard today. Oh, what they told me is very little. Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, what we think of the glory of God, um, what we know of the glory of God, is nothing compared to what the glory of God is. For if our eyes were to open to see the glory of God, we will faint. Amen. That's what happens many times in the scriptures. When people will see the glory of God, they will faint. When the glory of God will come down, people will not be able to stand on their feet. Hallelujah. Send down your glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. As the priests praise the Lord. As they sang the, the faithful song of Israel. Oh, the Lord is good and his mercy is endure forever. The Lord is good and his mercy is endure forever. Because that is really the glory of God. They sang that song, their favorite song. And they sang it in unison. They sang it together with a holy heart. They sang it together with, you know, with unity. And the scriptures say that the glory of God came down. The glory of God descended upon the place. And all the priests fell under power. They fell down. They could not stand on their feet. Oh, they fainted. Oh, the queen of Sheba fainted when she saw the glory, the glory of God in the life of King Solomon. She fainted. She said, I don't have any breath in me because what I've seen is much more than what I was told. For indeed, when we see God, hallelujah, when we see God, we will say, oh, oh, I don't know what to say. We'll be speechless. Hallelujah. So when God, when Moses said to God, please show me your glory. God did not say, okay, come on, come on. Let me show you the street of gold. Come, let me show you the street of gold in heaven. Amen. Uh, let me show you uh, the treasures of silver. Let me show you the precious stones. No, let me show you the galaxies. Let me show you the stars. Let me show you these, that. No, no. God says, I will show you my goodness. I will show you my mercies. I will show you my kindness. That is my glory. Amen. You want to see my glory? I show you my kindness. I show you my goodness. I show you my mercy. That is my glory. Oh, may the Lord help us to experience the kindness of God. The mercies of God. The goodness of God. Because when we experience the mercy of God... The goodness of God. The kindness of God. The forgiveness of God. We will express the same. We will express goodness, kindness, mercy, forgiveness to others. That's the glory of God. That's the glory of God. You are my glory. I created you for my glory. I created you for mercy. I created you to show mercy. I created you to show kindness. I created you to show forgiveness. I created you to show goodness. That is what I created you for. Not the externalities. 
But the substance on the inside of you that gives the externality is glory or beauty. Glory and beauty are not the same. You know they say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Glory is in the inside of the one that is beholding. If there is any word like that. Amen. The glory of God does not age. Beauty ages. Amen. Mm, hallelujah. Let's consider what we have heard. Let's, let's meditate on what the Lord has spoken to us. You are my glory, says the Lord. I created you for my Do you see yourself as the glory of God? How do you see yourself? Please don't see yourself in the light of the world. Don't see yourself in the light of the world. See yourself in the light of God. See yourself the way God sees you. The Lord says, you are my glory. The man says to his wife, as the scripture says, the glory of the husband is the wife. The glory of the man is the woman. The man says to his wife, you are my glory. God says to the man, you are my glory. You are my glory. I give myself to you. I give my life to you. You are my glory. I give you everything. I give myself to you. I died for you. What else will I not give you? I gave myself to you. What else will I now give you? Is there something? Is there something that you desire of the Lord? The Lord is saying to you, I give myself to you because you are my glory. I give myself to you completely. What else will I now give you? So what is it that is on your heart? I want you to open your mouth and pray and say, Lord, you that gave me yourself, you will give me this thing that I'm asking because I am your glory. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.